the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Todd Marquardt, attorney at law in Texas. If you're a millionaire or a thousandaire, Talk Law Radio is now on the air. Call in with your business law question, your elder law question. Veteran aid, Medicaid, build a business to get paid. 210-308-8867. Or ask a question online at marquardlawfirm.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-A-R-D-T, lawfirm.com. And now, it's Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquart. Welcome to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquart. Now it's time to discover your legal issue blind spots by listening to me talk about the law on the radio. And today, we're talking about Proposition A, a proposed amendment to the San Antonio City Charter that allows someone inexperienced in law enforcement to shape law enforcement, and decriminalizes crime. Now, I know a lot of you, ladies and gentlemen, live in smaller municipalities in and around San Antonio. Proposition A does affect you because you participate in the greater San Antonio community and you spend your money in San Antonio. Tell your friends that live here how you want them to vote. Before we get started talking about the law, let's begin with prayer. Dear God, thank you for this day and for all the gifts and blessings that you give to us. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to talk about the law on the radio. Please forgive us for our sins, for our mistakes, for doing the wrong thing and failing to do your will. Please guide our hearts and minds to enact laws that are in alignment with what the Christian Bible teaches. Help us to use the gifts and talents you have provided for the good of your people, for our own good, and for your glory. Amen. So we're going to be taking calls today because I want to hear from you. I want to know what you think about San Antonio Proposition A, an amendment to the city charter. First, today's show we'll be talking about what is a city charter And what was the process for bringing Proposition A to a vote? And we'll talk about the specific changes that the amendment proposes. Of course, we'll be talking about sinners and saints and also legacy, but we're taking calls today. You can call 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. want to hear from you want to know what you think about Proposition A, the amendment to the city charter. So you can already vote for this. There's early voting between April 24th and May 2nd. And today, Saturday, April 29th, um, falls within that period. Uh, I heard from someone yesterday that uh, there was no voting going on because of Fiesta, better put my headphones on so that I can hear the caller. Um, But you do have until May 6th uh, to vote for that. And so we'll be talking about what what the city charter uh, petition was. Number one, it would create a justice policy that would include a justice director appointed by the council to give opinions um, about any city council vote affecting the city's justice policy and this person would analyze um, how what what the impact would be on each city department number two it would eliminate police enforcement of certain levels of marijuana possession number three it would eliminate police enforcement of abortion related crimes Number four, it would com- would ban chokeholds, which uh, 
I read are already in compliance with state law. Uh, number five, oh, we have a caller. Anita, you're live on the air. Welcome to Talk Law Radio. Tell us uh, what how you feel about Proposition A. Are you there, Anita? Can you hear us? Well, I'm guessing that she can't hear us uh, because she's not saying anything. At least I can't hear her. So number six um, would establish, uh, well, number I have to go back to number five, banning no-knock warrants, which I think uh, warrants are already in compliance with state law as far as uh, the San Antonio Police Department handles them. Number six would establish a uh, site and release, um, removing police authority to make arrests for Class C misdemeanors for possession of controlled substances less than four ounces of synthetic cannab- cannabinoids, uh, driving while license invalid, theft of property less than $750. Theft of service, less than $750. Contraband in a correctional facility. Graffiti with uh, damage less than $2,500. And criminal mischief with damage less than $750. Did we lose our caller? She's live on the air now. Anita, can you hear us? Tell us how you feel about Proposition Hello? A. Yes, we're here. Hello, Todd? Tell us how you feel. Todd. Okay, well, um, that didn't work too well. Sorry, Anita. We uh, uh, we were talking to you, but you couldn't hear us. Uh, sorry about that. Um, I know you wanted to say how you felt about Proposition A, uh, maybe we can come back after the break and and try again. So we're we're talking about Proposition A, which is was brought about by a petition of uh, twenty thousand people who wanted to to see some changes in the city charter. Um, but I wanted to talk about Fiesta because that's what's happening in San Antonio right now. It's ten days of events to celebrate San Antonio culture. And so yesterday was Battle of the Flowers, and uh, Marquardt Law Firm was closed. But I'm the boss. You know what that means? I still went to work. So I hope you all had fun while I was at work. Well, let's talk about the municipal charter. I found a great explanation about city charters on uh, the website for Sunnyvale. Texas. Sunnyvale appears to be east of Dallas near Interstate 30 and Highway 80. If you want to see this document, a frequently asked questions document that that this small community posted on their website, email me and I'll send you a copy. It was interesting to me. I think it might be interesting to you. Email me at host at talklawradio.com that's H-O-S-T at TalkLawRadio.com to request a copy of the Sunnyvale Frequently Asked Questions About City Charters. So there's, there's two different kinds of municipal uh, governing documents. One are smaller communities that are governed by state law, basically, and uh, bigger communities like San Antonio, which are governed by the home rule. Instead of a home run, it's a home rule. And bigger communities are allowed to establish their own charter, which is like a constitution for the city. And so that's what's um, on the ballot to be amended to prohibit city police from enforcing certain laws. Um, I'm told that uh, the reason that people want want this is uh, to prevent uh, overcrowding of jails and, and so forth. 
So I, I also have a copy of the San Antonio City Charter. Um, I found it online, but if you're having trouble finding it online, email me at host at talklawradio.com, and I will email you a copy of the San Antonio City Charter. It's 124 pages long, and so if you're having trouble sleeping at night, pull this thing out, read a couple of pages, and you'll go right back to sleep. So I don't just talk about the law. I can help you with your sleeping issues as well. I'm Todd Marquardt on Talk Law Radio. We'll be right back. Plan your summer vacation because you want to make sure everything goes right, right? But have you planned for your estate? Why would you spend time and money planning your vacation but neglect your final affairs? None of us are guaranteed tomorrow, but you can make sure everything goes right by planning for your death and taxes. The attorneys at Marquardt Law Firm can help. They can focus on business and estate law, including last wills, living trusts, and tax-protected inheritance plans. Call 210-530-4278, 210-530-4278, or MarquardtLawFirm.com. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. We're here to help you discover legal issue blind spots by talking about the law on the radio. And today I'm trying to help you understand Proposition A, the proposed amendment to the San Antonio City Charter. And we have a caller. Anita, you're live on the air. Can you hear us? Tell us how you feel about Proposition A. I know I, I can hear the radio in the background there, so uh, there's a slight delay, so maybe she's just uh, trying to listen to the radio instead of the phone. Um, but maybe she'll be able to call back a little bit later. So how did it get on the ballot? Well, to amend the city's charter, the city council can propose amendments or regular voting citizens can suggest things. So to amend the city's charter, 20,000 qualified voters of the city or 5% of the number of qualified voters of a city more than 37,000, whichever is smaller, so 20,000 here in San Antonio, signs a petition. Then the city clerk has to certify that enough qualified voters signed it And so uh, that's what happened uh, a while back. Uh, There was a a meeting with the city council. And what was interesting to me is that during that meeting where the the city council was going to vote on whether the petition was certified, some city council members walked out. Manny Peleas from District 8 said... We're not going to be participating in a vote that puts an illegal item before the voters. He said, I swore an oath to uphold the laws of Texas, the federal laws, and the Constitution, and this amendment does the opposite of that. What he's talking about there, I think, is that state law preempts municipal law. So if there's a state law on possession of marijuana, that law has to be enforced regardless of what the city of San Antonio says about enforcing uh, possession of marijuana or any of the other ones uh, for um, not arresting somebody that has uh, stolen something or stolen services or caused property damage to a business or a home. Those are governed by the Texas Penal Code, not San Antonio Municipal Charter. Another city councilman that walked out was uh, John Courage from District 9. He said, I felt like it, meaning this, uh, this petition, doesn't adequately express to the public when they go to vote what they're actually voting for 
and I have a real problem with putting a petition out there for people to vote on if they really won't understand all the implications. Uh, the third councilman that walked out was Clayton Perry. He's from District 10. He said, the amendment breaks state law because it includes several subjects under one petition. And so if you, if we go back to what the uh, amendments were, um, creating a new position for a justice director, and then there were several eliminating police enforcement, um, a couple of um, police tactics that are banned, and um, allowing sight and release instead of arrest for several things. I guess what he's talking about is uh, including not enforcing the abortion law in addition to um, sight and release for these other crimes. And the reason I think that is because there was a, a, writ, a mandamus filed to the Texas Supreme Court to stop the city from putting this amendment on the ballot. And uh, the reason was was the same reason, that um, an amendment may not contain more than one subject. So the, the Texas Supreme Court decided that it should go ahead and be put on the ballot, and if it's passed, then you can challenge how it was put on the ballot. Is our caller back? Okay. We'll just uh, keep going then. So the the laws that govern how a, uh, an amendment is supposed to be made is under Section 9.004 of the Texas Local Government Code, which states, The governing body shall submit a proposed charter amendment to the voters for their approval— or or the voters can distribute a petition signed by a number of qualified voters of the municipality equal to at least 5%, which I said before. Okay, then Section 9.004D says an amendment may not contain more than one subject. So I guess that's what's going to be debated if it passes is whether there's a all of these things fall under a common sub subject or whether there's a mix of different subjects there. Okay. So if you have questions about this or you just want to tell me what your opinion is, give us a call at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. And Anita did leave us a message uh, because we were having trouble connecting. And she said she thinks it's a danger to families and children and businesses because it's, it's lenient on theft. And I would, I would agree with that, I guess, because I would worry if my grandmother was uh, in the mall with her big purse I would worry that somebody would just take it from her. And all the small mom-and-pop businesses, I worry about them too, about uh, damage done or people just going in and, and taking uh, taking things, stealing from that business. Uh, you can't run a business if, if you can't sell your stuff. So we're talking about the city... San Antonio proposed amendments to the city charter. And it's because of the home rule. We talked about that. I wanted to go back and and go through these one by one. So the, the first thing would include hiring a new justice director. And uh, I got a message from one of my listeners about this. And... Um, his opinion was that there's already oversight of the police department, and so if you add another person, it's just a waste of money. And there's already too much bureaucracy and too much wasteful spending, and this would just add to it. And the, the city police are already 
governed by uh, laws put out by the state. And even on the city of San Antonio's website, it says that the San Antonio Police Department is already in compliance with uh, the state law on chokeholds and no-knock warrants. And so if uh, the, the people that are interested in, in getting this amendment passed is really concerned about this, they need to go to the state legislature and ask for those laws to be changed. Tell me what you think. Give us a call here at 9.30 a.m. The Answer, Talk Law Radio. Call us at 210-308-8867. I got a message from a, a former deputy of the sheriff's department who just said, that's ridiculous, I voted against it. If you have an opinion, you can also leave a comment on Facebook. Uh, we're on Facebook Live. And later we'll be on podcasts and on YouTube. We break the program up into 10-minute segments on YouTube. So if you miss part of the show, you can always go to YouTube and watch the segments that you missed. And be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's uh, Just search YouTube for Talk Law Radio and look for my face. And uh, also get alerts so that you know when new videos are being published. Talked about how it got on the ballot. Talked a little bit about the Supreme Court message or the Supreme Court decision there. But just in case you haven't heard my show before, I graduated from St. Mary's University School of Law with a Juris Doctor degree and graduated before that from New Mexico State University with a Bachelor of Arts in Government and Law and Society. I've been building my own small business for the last 12 years, been practicing here in San Antonio for 16 years. I'm the CEO, CFO, managing attorney. I focus on elder law and business law, real estate law. My law partner, Daniel Palmer, he's the chief culture officer, and he focuses on estate planning. He does some probate and guardianship. We have three other attorneys that focus on probate and guardianship of incapacitated persons. And we, I know that I and uh, Daniel Palmer, at least, uh, study double the required continuing education required by the State Bar of Texas. Some personal things about me. I'm married, have three kids. I'm from New Mexico, but I love San Antonio. I had an opportunity to, to move back home. I had a job offer there that I declined. I wanted to live here in San Antonio, and it was harder to find a job because there's so many lawyers back in 2006. Um, But I made my own position. I practiced uh, on my own, serving indigent clients in the criminal courts for, for a little while, and then I joined an attorney who was a solo practitioner, and I helped him by answering the phone. I was the receptionist, the legal assistant, the paralegal, and the associate attorney, all three in one. And I helped him grow his business, and I I asked him if he wanted to uh, own a business with me, and he said no. And so I started my own law firm again. I've been doing that ever since. I've been doing talk law radio for almost four years the end of July, I think. That's my anniversary date. Uh, My best friend is a dog named Lexi. She's here with me. Whenever I start talking, she falls asleep. I admit it's not my most macho characteristic. And the most fun thing that I do every week is talk about the law on the radio, KLUP 930 AM The Answer, Saturdays at 11 o'clock in the morning. And my pet peeve is that the United States has an obsession with political correctness and passing new laws and regulations when all we really need is God's Word, the Bible. That reminds me, there is a a law that God gave us. It says, thou shalt not steal. And so how can we 
uh, go to the city council and, and put something in the uh, city charter that says um, it's still going to be against the rules to steal, but um, we're just going to give you a ticket. Well, we're here on Talk Law Radio, KLUP 930 AM, The Answer, talking about Proposition A. Do you feel guilty when criminals get arrested, or do you think they should be given a ticket and released? We'll talk more. You can call our show at 210-308-8867. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt. We started with one rule. Don't eat from the fruit of that tree. Then we had Ten Commandments. Now we have municipal, state, and federal lawmakers that won't stop making new laws. So today I'm here to help you discover legal issue blind spots by listening to me talk about the law on the radio. And this is our third segment and so we talk about sinners and saints. That's Meredith Brooks from 1997. I call that the Sinner and Saint song. And our sinner for today is uh, somebody I read about in the news who ran over a San Antonio independent school district a detective was sentenced recently to 15 years in prison. Um, he hit this officer with his car, and the only reason that um, he's only getting 15 years is because there was a plea bargain. And I'm sure you, like other people, are upset that he got such a light sentence. The saint of the week is... Uh, Officer Cliff Martinez, he's the one that passed away due to the the center's activity. And um, his family wanted to continue his legacy by raising money for a scholarship. So they, they did this in the past. But what they're doing is they're trying to raise money for students enrolled in police explorer programs and pursuing a career as a police officer. So I thought that this was especially relevant today because we're talking about uh, a proposed amendment to the city charter that would uh, tell the police how to do their job. So number one, the proposal is to create a justice policy and create a justice director appointed by the council to give opinions to the city council about um, the justice policy. And what's unique about uh, this justice director is the requirement that the justice director not have any law enforcement experience. I guess the thought is, if you have law enforcement experience, you're going to use that to harass the public and arrest people that don't need to be arrested. But like I said before, you can do that for municipal laws, but this person would have no power to uh, change the state laws. And the the big legal word for that is called preemption. So the state law preempts municipal law. Federal law preempts state law on on subjects that well there's a conf- where there's a conflict. So creating a, the justice director policy uh, and, and the position only if somebody doesn't have law enforcement experience. Number two, um, eliminating the way police would enforce the law. So let's see. If you have an opinion about this, uh, good or bad, um, I did have 
Uh, somebody sent me a message that said passing Proposition A would be like China and Russia invading this country and a vocal minority telling the armed forces not to protect this great country of ours. So thank you for the comment, Mike. Uh, that's somebody that doesn't like it. I, I did get a message from somebody from the other side. I always like to hear um, different perspectives. And uh, so Sarah says, uh, number one, the government needs to stay out of people's health care decisions altogether. So at the very least, this way people can get the care they need without dying or going to jail for it. Number two, decriminalizing marijuana saves tax dollars and it's not hurting anyone. Leave the stoners to be stoned and eat their snacks. They're not hurting anything but a bag of Doritos. Number three, the usage of no-knock warrants have been a joke, too easily obtained and overly used and often leads to more destruction and even death than is called for most times. They weren't intended to be used the way they have been. Number four, using chokeholds is just gross and barbaric. If it's that serious, they have pepper spray or a taser. No need to cut off someone's flow of oxygen to subdue them. It's just excessive. Well, I wanted to comment on that specifically. I was wondering, why are the police so nervous? Why are, why are people getting shot? Why are unarmed people being shot? Uh, I know it's just a small fraction of a percent that this happens to, but because of social media and instant news, people just upload videos um, you can just see what happened, and you're only getting part of the story. I know that, but even so, I think maybe some training and de-escalation uh, could help. And I don't know if this is a problem in San Antonio or San Francisco or Portland, um, but I, I think it might be better to go to the source of the problem rather than just masking the problem and saying, well, we're not going to prosecute people because the police are doing a bad job. Why not just uh, help the police do a better job? Maybe not be so nervous about the public. Okay, something else about chokeholds that Sarah wanted to mention. Suffocating is a traumatic experience, so that shouldn't be used by the people supposed to be sworn to serve and protect you. She also said sight and release keeps people out of jail, saves tax dollars, and keeps people employed by not sitting in jail due to not being able to afford bail. Well, again, I, I, would, I would say the same thing. Why, why can't we just um, get people to follow the law and then um, we won't have problems with overcrowding in jails? If you think that this is such a problem, maybe we need to do more education uh, to children in schools about uh, character and integrity and following the law. Um, maybe we should put the Ten Commandments up back in the schools. Kids like things that are short, and if if they only have to follow ten rules, those are some ten rules that are good to follow. Okay, number six, this is Sarah's list of uh, reasons to support Proposition A. The police shouldn't police themselves. It's led to our jails being overpopulated, and it's cost a lot of taxpayers' money to them just running around doing whatever they want unchecked. Okay, thank you, Sarah, for your comment. Um, if if you have an opposing viewpoint to Sarah, give us a call at 210-308-8867 or 866-308-8867. Tell us how you feel about Proposition A. Do you support it or are you against it? And I'll give you a summary here again. Do you feel bad when someone who has stolen something uh, graffitied a business or, or riot, rioted 
caused criminal mischief is arrested? Do you think too many criminals are being arrested? Do you think criminals should be given written citations instead of being arrested? Give us a call and let us know. We're interested in what you have to say. Uh, Most of the comments I'm getting today are uh, by way of electronic messaging, so uh, I've been reading those on the air. But you can call or you can leave a comment in Facebook. I didn't see any comments there today, but I did get a comment um, earlier this week by somebody that said, um, well, isn't, isn't, aren't the proposed amendments unenforceable? Well, even on the city of San Antonio's website, the city writes that five out of six of the proposals are unenforceable. And they don't say why, but I'll tell you why. It's because uh, state law preempts uh, those laws. Uh, we have a state penal code that um, already governs those issues about um, arrest or fine offenses, and the cities just simply have to follow them. The only one that is enforceable, the city can uh, establish a new office of justice if they want to, and they can require that that person have no law enforcement experience. But that's going to take more money out of the budget. Do you think that's needed? Do you think that the police should have a boss that's not in law enforcement telling them how to do their policing? If you want to leave a comment, post on Facebook or give us a call at 210-308-8867. Talking about Proposition A here in San Antonio, uh, you can still vote all the way up until uh, Tuesday, so get out there and vote and that way you can say whether you want San Antonio to be more like Portland, Seattle, San Francisco, Chicago, or whether you want San Antonio to be as great as it ever was. Stay tuned. Plan your summer vacation because you want to make sure everything goes right, right? But have you planned for your estate? Why would you spend time and money planning your vacation but neglect your final affairs? None of us are guaranteed tomorrow, but you can make sure everything goes right by planning for your death and taxes. The attorneys at Marquardt Law Firm can help. They can focus on business and estate law, including last wills, living trusts, and tax-protected inheritance plans. Call 210-530-4278, 210-530-4278, or MarquardtLawFirm.com. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Markport here on 930 AM The Answer. We're here to help you discover legal issue blind spots by listening to me talk about the law on the radio. And the blind spot I'm pointing out today is Proposition A, a proposed amendment to the City of San Antonio City Charter that would tell the police how to do their job. If you think that's a good idea, well, I guess you would vote yes. Or if you don't think that's a good idea, I guess you would vote no. But this is our legacy segment. And now it's time for the Talk Law Radio Legacy Spotlight. What's your legacy? Sponsored by Marquardt Law Firm. So when when I think about legacy and I think about Proposition A, I, I was wondering, what's the legacy of the city of San Antonio going to be? Is this going to be a, the line in uh, the in history where the people decided to change, where they decided to be uh, more like Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Washington, San Francisco, California, or whether they wanted to maintain their values of order? So the the question on the ballot is whether a justice director should be appointed who has no 
experience in law enforcement and whether certain laws should be enforced, whether certain laws should be uh, cited with citations and released, and uh, whether we should allow people to steal up to a certain amount of money um, before getting arrested. So there, there have been some cities that already tried this. And that's what's interesting to me about this is because we, we can already read in the news what the effect is going to be. There was a, a Target in San Francisco. Every single item in the whole store is behind a locked cabinet. I don't even know how you shop like that. I guess you have to have a personal uh, employee with you to open the cabinet for each thing that you want to purchase. I also read that um, there were 22 Walgreens stores that were closed. And so that tells you how Walgreens... Walgreens has been affected, and Walgreens is a nationwide company, and so they might not do, be doing well there because they're losing profits due to theft, and they might be making a profit in other communities where there's not so much theft. But the fact that they're going to close those 22 stores means that their overall health is not good. And so what happens if you have a mom-and-pop pharmacy where people just go in and steal things. They're not going to have other stores profit to boost the one unprofitable store. They're just going to have to suffer or go out of business. And we don't want that. The business of America is business, and small businesses support America. Now, there is something interesting. I've been talking about preemption. State law preempts municipal law. Now, there is a bill in the Texas legislature that would do something similar to reduce the offense of having possession of marijuana. And so that's something to keep an eye on because uh, the only way we can stop that from happening is to call our representatives and senators in Austin. So today, what I want you to get from listening to this show is to go vote your opinion about Proposition A. This is your chance to either change San Antonio into uh, Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Washington, or San Francisco, California, or to keep San Antonio great. Do you want your legacy to be one of order and harmony or lawlessness and chaos? I've been talking about the proposed city charter amendment known as Proposition A, and uh, we know that municipalities and their people are allowed to to bring these uh, proposed amendments. One is a, a municipality can adopt one uh, by the city council for the good government, peace, or order of the municipality, and that is necessary or proper for carrying out a power granted by law to the municipality. But Section 51.003 of the Municipal Act says that a government act or proceeding of a municipality is conclusively conclusively presumed to be valid if these certain things happen. It's not challenged within three years. So let's say Proposition A does pass. I I would expect that it would be challenged within three years. Um, But here's the preemption part of the law, Section 51.003B. This does not apply to an ordinance at the time it was passed was preempted by a statute of this state or of the United States. So that that's my prediction. If Proposition A passes, it will be overturned 
by the state Supreme Court because it is preempted by state statute. And the only one that's not preempted would be the city's allowed to create new positions if they want to, if they want to have a justice director that gives opinions about what law enforcement should do or not do. The city could do that. It's not preempted by uh, state statute. So I wanted to think about specific effects that this might have beyond you getting your wallet stolen. What if it was your grandmother? What if she was at the mall and somebody stole her purse? It's not just the money. It's the it's the violation of her right to be at peace with her community. And what if it was a mom-and-pop shop, either a small CPA office or whether it was a, a small law office or a small grocery store or a small gas station? What if it's a, a mom-and-pop boutique or the a retail store or a restaurant and someone's going in there and causing criminal mischief, would you want them to just walk away to do do the same thing to somebody else or would you want them to be arrested, force them to calm down? So... I've been talking about the proposed amendment to the San Antonio City Charter, Proposition A. You still have time to vote. Early voting is April 24th to May 2nd. Election day is Saturday, May 6th. So if if you don't vote before Tuesday, then you have to wait. I was just looking... Um, On the City of San Antonio website, you can see a proposed ballot, and I wanted to read from that. Let's see here. There's you probably voting for uh, other people, commissioners to school board members. Okay, here it is. Shall the city charter be amended to include a justice policy under which the city of San Antonio will use its available resources and authority to accomplish three goals of paramount importance? First, to reduce the city's contribution to mass incarceration. Second, to mitigate racially discriminatory law enforcement practices. And third, to save scarce public resources for greater public needs and to reduce unnecessary arrests and save scarce public resources through a comprehensive set of reforms, including ending enforcement of low-level marijuana possession by prohibiting police officers from issuing citations or make arrests for Class A or Class B misdemeanor possession of marijuana offenses, except in limited circumstances, prohibiting the enforcement of abortion crimes to promote the reproductive health, safety, and privacy of all city residents, and stating that police officers shall not investigate, make arrests, or otherwise enforce any alleged criminal abortion except in limited circumstances, banning no-knock warrants by stating that police officers shall not obtain a no-knock search warrant nor shall they participate in serving a no-knock search warrant with other law enforcement agencies and creating additional policies concerning the issuing of warrants, banning chokeholds with no exceptions, requiring police officers to issue citations instead of making arrests for low-level nonviolent crimes defined as possession of controlled substances less than four ounces, Penalty Group 2A Synthetic Cannabinoids, Class A or B Misdemeanor under Texas Health and Safety Code, Section 481.1161B1 and 2. Driving License Invalid under Class A or B Misdemeanor under Texas Transportation Code, Section 521.457. See, I don't like that because I drive... 
and I don't want somebody without a license driving because they probably don't have auto insurance either. And if they wreck into somebody, are they going to be able to make that person whole? But I, I didn't finish reading the law, but you can find that on City of San Antonio website. I did want to thank our sponsor, Moore Court Law Firm, who focuses on business and estate law, including last wills, living trusts, and tax-protected inheritance plans, new businesses and old businesses, which might have issues with corporations, contracts, LLCs, family limited partnerships, and we can represent those who are facing problems from lack of planning, like in probate court, county court, and district court. Next week, we're going to be talking about elder law. May is the month of elder law. We're talking about elder law awareness. And thank you for joining me on Talk Law Radio. Subscribe to my YouTube channel so you can watch the parts that you didn't hear today. Remember to subscribe to Talk Law Radio on YouTube. This is Todd Marquardt. I'll talk to you later. Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.